Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. My name is Danny Cola. Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, make sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. This way you can join me in having some epic conversations that access higher levels of potential with creatives and professionals from all around the globe. Thank you for tuning in. My guest today is Kettlebell Coach and founder of Kettlebell Academics, Drew Miller out of Toronto, Ontario. I love conversations with other fitness coaches because they seem to always have a positive perspective on life situations. Drew and I have a great conversation about making adjustments as a fitness coach during the COVID pandemic. Uh, And we also talk about how to develop new habits throughout your day-to-day so that it can enhance your life, so that you can positively impact other people in your environment. I think this is a very important topic as we kind of go through this change and we discover what the new normal is and how we add value to our community and how we make a living off of that and all that. So it was a fun conversation. If you're interested in learning more about Drew, check him out on Instagram at Drew underscore Miller underscore KBPT. And if you want to learn more about the kettlebell, check out DrewMiller.coach. And as always, let's connect on Instagram at Danny Cola Fitness. And if you like what you hear today, make sure to leave a five-star rating and uh, leave a review on what you liked about the show. And that's it, everybody. Enjoy the podcast with Drew Miller. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, thanks for thanks for doing this. Thanks for your time. Of course, man. No problem, man. I yeah. always enjoy always enjoy yeah. chatting with people, man. So it's all good. Definitely, definitely. Especially now that we are kind of forced to do this uh, through Zoom. You were saying, are you doing classes on Zoom now? I'm doing all my training. I'm doing all my training for this right now. Yeah, that's the yeah. main way to get it going. Um, yeah, yeah. We got to make adjustments. It's it's a strange time. So that's what you're doing primarily. You're doing all Zoom workouts. How's that been going for you? It's going really good. You know, it, it's funny enough i enjoy it it's fun I, I guess you know finding ways to be creative doing it like i'm in a condo here and yeah teaching my teaching my clients to be active at home and yeah you know, try try to keep them motivated right yeah. I, I think for for the people where it was hard for them to make the adjustment for people who aren't easily adaptable this has been a challenging yes. point for them right so yes. i i've you know it, it's actually ironic where i was making more of a transition to doing online training more so uh, me too me too i was gonna ask like, you that i was that's where i was gonna go next so did you have something already in preparation kind of doing this in tandem with your one-on-ones because that's how i was doing it yeah so i you know i started working with business coach chris lopez shout out to my boy chris lopez alpha dad um you know he was uh he was helping me kind of make that transition and i knew I knew I need to add a new element to my business or a new yeah. branch to my business. And, you know, especially with how, I guess, the influence I was able to create through social media, you know, yeah. Instagram and, and the, the, the platform I was able to create through that, which I'm, I'm blessed about. And, you know, the fact that people will respond to what I have to say, it's, it's a cool thing. It's always, huge. Um, it's huge. And, and I, yeah, I, I love your stuff, man. You're very uh, put together. You, you send a good message, your form, the way that you, uh, you know, put out the kettlebell and present the kettlebell. It's, it's good. It's good stuff, dude. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm able to, to put out something that people connect to. You For know? sure. It's, a, it's motivating, but um, yeah. So, you know, wanting to add a new element to my business and, and learning the online platform and how to be able to reach people, connect with people, um, you know, be able to leverage what I've been able to create through social media, be able to actually make pitches. Like the hardest thing is to have that audience than be able to actually create business out of it. And you actually get people to, yes. to to want to work with you. So, um, you know, he's helped me a lot with that. Um, so I've been able to start working with clients. So I started a little group right now. I got seven online clients I'm working with now. And cool. so, so having that mindset already made it easier. So when I had to close the gym down and stop the in-person sessions, it was an easy switch to yeah. easy pivot to, to, you know, I had my zoom account already. I said, okay, here's my code. Here's my, you know, jump on here. I'll see at the same time. And, you know, you know, the biggest thing is I didn't want people to get out of their routine and I wanted them to, to stay right. in that routine as much as possible. So, you know, I made that switch quick. I think I, you know, I closed it down the Wednesday of that week and then I like kind of took that rest of that week to get everything ready. And then by Monday I was at all my clients through zoom. So cool, yeah, it's, it's been a good switch so far. I think all of my private clients, all of, except for three, um, I've been able to, to keep going so far. They're you know, good. kind of having to work through stuff, but yeah, it's been good. We're feeling blessed about it. Yeah, it's a weird time, man. I like just driving around, seeing everything closed. Uh, how's the extent of it in Toronto? I mean, everyone's still, you know, pretty much on lockdown. No one's doing anything. Yeah, 
it, you know, I, I would I would say most people are heeding the caution and and staying indoors. Um, you still have those people that are breathing it. I mean, you have the essential businesses, I guess, that are still mm-hmm. operating. Yeah. You know, some banks are still doing, you know, smaller hours. Um, so there's still people out and about, but it's definitely not as much traffic, but not as hectic um, as it's been. And, and I think the government, you know, here, they've been steadily monitoring things. And I think just this week or in the last week or so, they've added new bylaws where now social distancing, they're starting to find people in uh, in the greater Toronto area. So they're, they're really starting to go to you know, try and drive that message home and, and get people to, to heed the warnings and not take it lightly and yeah. not take it for granted. So, you know, it, it hasn't been a, a mass chaos. There hasn't been a lot of panic. There was that one week where you couldn't find toilet paper right. and paper towels. But, yeah, everywhere. You know, yeah, but, you know, now you go to the grocery store, you know, stuff's in stock, and it, it's, it's been pretty calm here. So, um, you know, we haven't had a, a huge spike in outbreaks. The numbers are, you know, rising, I think, as more people are being tested and, right. you know, it is spreading. But it's it's been a... It, it, it's, it's been, a, I think, a cautious optimism amongst the general I feel that. Crowd, the, the, the general population. But, you know, we know that this, we're in it for the long haul. Like, this is... Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not going to end in a couple of weeks. So we just right. got to be patient with it. Right. So what are your thoughts on that? Like, do we take... Is there... Is there a shift in how we go about society now? Is there going to be a... a you know, like a, a culture shift or are we going to go back to normal? What is your thoughts on what normal is anyway? Well, you know, as things evolve, that definition kind of has to change with it. Mm-hmm. You know, the, our, our environment and a lot of different factors can change what we have to deem what normal is. Um, you know, economically, you know, businesses are, are taking a hit right. Lots of businesses taking a hit yeah. right now. And yeah, the, the, I, pr- predominantly, I feel like it's going to be much harder to get people back into the physical fitness routine. Like, I feel like there's going to be a client drop off. I feel like people are going to be hesitant. I feel like the fear is really instilled in people just by kind of going to the gas station and getting food here and there. Like you see people and they're very cautious. And although I think it's, it's very serious to take precaution, I feel like there, that, that fear is going to be set in people much longer than we anticipate and it's going to have an effect on how business runs and you know how yeah. people interact and stuff like that i think there's going to be a shift in that yeah okay let, let me go back to that point you just talked about yeah. here but to go back to your first question yeah I, I, you know i i think just to be on the logical side i would say we should prepare for this to go through the summer yeah I and agree. It, and into the fall and yeah I, you know especially the you know the clients i've been working with and you know trying to get on social media and you go my stories more and just try and plant the seed and, and create the message that you know things are challenging yes but they don't have to be as challenging as we make them to be totally. I, I mean this you know this, this is the ironic thing you know the, the challenging part for people right now is to stay home is to not go out. The, you know, the challenging part right. for people, for a lot of people, is to slow down. You know, and, and to you know, not to be on a on a on a you know work routine. You know, and I get you know economically there there might be challenges, but you know, a lot of governments are stepping in to help out with that. So I don't think in a case you know people aren't going to lose their homes. Like people are going right. to be fine. Like we're going right. to get through this. And and yeah, the, I think the biggest thing is what is our mindset as we work through this time? Mm. And the mindset of okay, things have been taken away from us okay, if we analyze what's been taken away from us, so we're not working long hours, not having to drive to work, not having to deal with congestion and traffic, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, you're, you're, in, you're in Illinois, so I'm sure there's traffic you have to deal with oh, at yeah. some points, and Toronto's no different. Um, you know, you may not have to deal with, you know, you know, bullshit bosses or, you know, stuff like that. Like, sure. the, you know, a lot of stresses have been taken off our plate. And I, I think the new stress that's created is, we're now having to actually slow down and listen to or really take a perspective of what's going on in our lives and take into account the stuff that we've been able to ignore because we've been so busy. Yeah, and, I agree with that. You know, it's, 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 I've seen in some of my clients and people I've talked to the challenge in making this shift that, yeah, okay, we have to stop and smell the roses a little bit. And, you know, some people aren't liking what they're smelling, <laughs> you know, right. in a sense, right? And, and, I, yeah. So, so, you know, yes, the time that we're in has changed. The life that we're living right now has changed, but we're not being asked to go to war. We're not being asked to do anything that's, right. you know, completely out of our character or out of our abilities. Yeah. We're being asked to social distance for the sake of the health of other people and just maintain a, 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 a discipline right now that we can help get through this time period. So I think the shift that we have to make is, okay, so 
if we have to slow down and we have to kind of listen to our thoughts and kind of you know take a self inventory it, it can be scary right self you know? inventory yeah i was talking about this with shane hines from on it the other day taking like yeah. an energy audit you know yeah right and and you know the fact that we're not rushing out to work right now and and get distracted with everything that can get thrown at us in a day yeah we have to self-reflect a little bit you know yeah. the habits that we've had habits that we've had for you know months or years and stuff that we said we'd stop doing and we've created excuses to not and you know, what, what's recurring thoughts that we have, how to react to certain things, how to react to the time that we're in, mm -hmm. you know, doing, doing a lot of that self-reflection can be scary. It's challenging. Yeah. Um, it's hard. Know, it's hard. Yeah. I had to do it as an entrepreneur. I'm constantly having to do constantly. It. Right. We, so we, we are with this all the time, but like people that like, their, their, their routine, their regimen that are on point all the time. You know, they don't like straying away. They feel like they're in control. Something yeah. like this happens when we don't have any control over it, you know? Yeah. And, and but, you know, and then to go back, so I'll go to the, the fear point that you talked about. Before. Yeah. Um, you know, this fear has been created and you mentioned that it, it might disrupt the fitness industry and what we do as, as small businesses. Yeah. And, that's and the as, first thing that I think about. So I actually look at it the other way. I actually think it's a great opportunity for people like us, you know, because we are leaders in the fitness community or in the communities that we're in, because we've already dedicated and committed ourselves to staying active, staying in shape and leading certain lifestyle habits sure. and discipline ourselves in a lot of ways the general population doesn't do. So I think it actually this, you know, situation and I'll get to that point, but you know, I think the situation that we're in right now actually creates an opportunity for us to be better leaders, be better yeah. communicators. So whether I agree it with turns, that. you know, whether it turns into business now, at least you create that authority, you create that influence. People look to you for for guidance. They look to you for help. They, remember, as entrepreneurs, the biggest things we're here to solve problems, right? Yeah. And add value. And add value. Add exactly. value. Right. Well, biggest, biggest value you can add to somebody is solve their problem. Definitely. Right? As, a, as, as, a, as, a, as a trainer, as a, as a fitness trainer, an entrepreneur, your goal is to solve somebody's problem of, you know, increase energy, want to lose weight, build muscle, look better, feel better, live longer. Right. Those are problems that people have. They come to us for. That's what we're right. here to solve. Right. And all that that we do for them adds value to their lives, you know, increases energy and they, and they look at things from a different perspective. Yeah. So I, I think we have actually a great opportunity and i think we have an important opportunity in the position that we're in because we're already leaders in doing the things that a lot of people don't do and that they look at us and they kind of praise us for right like you know there, sure. there's a there's a there's a social influence to to being a trainer being in shape there's a, there's a social status to someone having a trainer and, and going to work with a trainer right so i, I think we have an opportunity and almost a uh uh you know, uh, an obligation, obligation. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. An obligation to, to kind of step forward and help lead people through this time because you know, there are a lot of people that are struggling. Definitely. I love right the, now. I love the optimism and yeah, like that, that's, that's a shift in the way the fitness business is going to be. There's a lot of people that don't have the, you know, the online platform that don't have a social media platform. Like that's what, you know, that's, that's the stuff that's going to pay off now because if this indeed is the shift, obviously, yes, we can take our positive mindsets and, you know, our experience with discipline and grounding and balance and all this stuff and put that information out there for people to grasp onto, to get a grip, to like, be like, oh yeah, all right, well, maybe they're right. Maybe I can take this time to smell the roses and listen to what my soul is saying, so to speak. And, you know, see, listen and feel to what those issues are and listen to feel on what I want to do about that. And, you know, I love asking big questions on purpose and like, what the fuck is this whole thing in general? So like those things, I, even though I like it, I can get scared sometimes. So like, I can see where the hesitation is and why people stick to their routine, even though it may not be the optimized way for them or the most balanced way for them. But I feel like this time in general, it will give people the opportunity to at least make that decision and what they want to see and how they want to go about this whole thing. Cause they could let it affect them and it could be a real detriment to themselves and the people that they're around, you know, that's that oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, okay. So one thing I want to mention, so, and, and it goes back to what I talked about, about being, trainers or just influencers in what in some way shape or form and there is an opportunity here and 
you know, you listen to other entrepreneurial podcasts, you know, self-development, you go for walks and you just want to have, yeah. you know, positive affirmations and, and stuff yeah. that'll help you keep forward thinking. Yeah. And, you know, the, the quote or the phrase that really stuck with me is, you know, in times of crisis and times of stress, when times are, things are really, you know, like as they are now, where, where things can really be stressful for people and hectic is, you know, the people who are most successful, particularly entrepreneurs who find opportunities in this time. So when things are at their most stressed or things are at their most difficult, you look for an opportunity. And as trainers and with the online platform that's available to us now, and you know, the fact that gyms are closed, so people have to be home and have to still find ways to stay in shape, right? This this is the perfect opportunity. And you know, for any trainers, you know, that are trying to figure out how to reach people, I think the first thing is figure out what you're best at and and stick with that, right? Like like you said, there can always be that hesitation or that fear. And wherever that fear comes from, is it you're worried that someone's not going to resonate with your message? You're worried about sounding you're looking like an idiot. You're yeah, there's a like lot of that. Like, there's, yeah, there's a lot of the negative self-talk. And I, I've been through it. We've all gone through it. Yeah, it's um, definitely a flow, right? We have to go, we go back and forth with the whole, guy. I look like a dick here. What am I doing? Why am I, why are people going to listen to me? Like, I, I go through that negative chatter back and forth all the time. Yeah, I, I, I've been through that too. And, and I eventually, and, you know, with the help of coaching and, you know, just yeah. speaking to other, other trainers, and other, other, other business people is at some point you have to stop caring. Or I think where I started to really, where I started to real get comfortable for me is I stopped thinking about, I was talking to everybody and I just focused on talking to one person. Hmm. Right. And, and when you think about who your avatar is, like who your ideal client is, right. Just talk to that person. If you have to, you know, put a picture up of who that's that a good is. visualization technique right there. Right. You know, cause it, when we make things bigger, it's scarier, right? Mm -hmm. If you think, if you think you're staying in an auditorium full of hundreds of people, yeah, you're going to get that stage fright. But if you think you're just having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with a client or somebody that you would on a regular basis, it's a lot easier to want to get your message out and, and you can feel much more, just more comfortable in your skin. What and, great and, piece of valuable content from you, man. Thank you. Oh. Appreciate it, man. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> that is um, good. It's so well, simple, yet like I don't even think about that sometimes. It's well, like I, it, I, I talk it, to a lot of people, and I I love the one on one. Like it's, it's, a lot of value comes from one on one interaction. That's why I do this, you know. But uh, I don't think about that when I have like a grandiose plan in my head. I get too overwhelmed, and I'm just like, argh, argh, and it puts me like in this crazy psychosis where I'm thinking about too much, and then I abandon the ship completely. You know that well, feeling. And, and yeah, well, for sure. And, and I think you know, that's the case is you have to stick to the vessel that you're comfortable being in. So if you're comfortable doing the podcast, then that this is how you get your message out. And, and maybe you do it speaking into a microphone where it's your own podcast and then you can dictate from that and yeah. you can create whatever you can create whatever content you yeah. want out of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. But you know, the biggest thing is just just do what is comfortable for you. Right. Yeah. And, and where you feel that you can speak to somebody and get the message across yeah. the, the way you want to. Right. And Again, where, where we are at this time and where a lot of people are at, where they're worried about the unknown, right? Like every day something new is coming out or yeah. there's new information, like things are, are constantly being updated. And, and, you know, that fear can really grip us. And like, and like you mentioned before, it can make people want to pull back and want to hesitate. And it's up to people like us to not let them do that, mm -hmm. right? Um, like, like how you mentioned about people are used to being in routine. Well, that's even more important now to stay in routine. Like I tell my clients all the time, wake up the same time as you would as if you're going to work. Yeah. Have the same morning routine, make your coffee, brush your teeth, you know, morning shower if you're going to do all that stuff. Right. You know, this, this is not a vacation. You know, right. you know, we don't know how long this is going to go on for, but, you know, you're not staying home because you need a couple weeks off and you got a paid vacation. You know, we're being forced to stay home because of a, a, a health pandemic that's right. threatening a lot of people. Right. And we're, be, we're being asked to do our part. But that doesn't mean that you have to stop being the person that you were before all this started, right? So that, that, that's one of the things that I, I coach a lot of my clients on. And, and the message I really want to get across to people is that approach every day the same way, right? So if, it, if, if you have some type of job where you can do some type of studying at home or you can do some type of, you know, creative work or some type of, you know, produce something that will help when the business starts start back up again then even if you just spend a half an hour a day, one hour a day doing it, but you got to keep that engine going, right? Don't, oh, yeah. don't, get, don't get caught in the Netflix fog. You know, that's like the worst thing we can do. You didn't watch and, the Tiger King? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Man. That bitch Carol Baskin. 
<laughs> no, know? I know. I, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, actually, the, I, the one I just finished, I was pretty good was The Outsider. That was a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, you ever watched that one? That was pretty good. But uh, um, don't get on the Netflix chi- Don't ki- kick and, and don't like get on vacation mode. This is our time to kind of adjust and roll with the punches here. Well, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's make the adjustment. But, you know, the adjustment doesn't have to be in what we physically do in, in, in terms of how we stay active. Yeah, we can't go out. But it doesn't mean that we can't stimulate our minds the same mm-hmm. way we would if we had to go to work. And, and, and again, I think this is where the biggest challenges for people is how do we still stay stimulated, right? So, you know, I'm, I'm encouraging all my clients to, you know, spend an hour a day, learn something new. You know, if it's picking up a new language or learn poetry, learn write, creative writing, like something, something that yeah. you've always wanted to do. You have the time to do it now. Yeah, but, no but there's But there's no excuse, right? But, the, the, you know, there's no excuse to just sitting on the couch and just waiting for something to happen right you know that's the worst thing you can do as an entrepreneur that's the worst totally. thing you can do just in general when you're being asked to stay home and 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 isolate or, or self-isolate but that doesn't mean that we have to stop growing in some way it doesn't mean that we have to stop nurturing ourselves right like you know as as social creatures there is a nurturing to us going to work and being around other people even if we hate our our coworkers, right there, or, there, a job, a, or the or job that, that day-to-day default that we kind of fall to yeah exactly right but there, but there's something nurturing to it whether whether it's it's growth for you or it's stressful there's something that you gravitate towards or the reason you keep doing it in most cases yeah it's it's for financial right you have to make a living uh, to, to, to live the way you want to live, to provide, you know, food for your families mm-hmm. or to survive for yourself. Um, so, but in the meantime, now, as things have changed, we have to be able to keep that engine in our brain going. We, yeah. we can't just stop it because that, you know, atrophy in your muscles, the same thing happens with your mind. So yeah. when things do start, when things do start back up again, it's, in that it's regard, true. in that regard, I do think this is a, this time is a blessing for that it's going to give the op- the people the opportunity to kind of re-envision what they want their day-to-day to be like. You know, like, I yep. wonder I wonder if this is going to make big companies start to really think about, well, do we actually really need these buildings and keep all these people here? Like, it would be great for everybody to have this more work-from-home kind of flexible schedule so that now they can learn to intertwine more of the things they feel called to do or, like, actually entertain in their life. Right. Yeah. So this is mm-hmm. the way we, we start to stimulate that brain again and maybe add a little kid like novelty esque thinking pattern to be involved in our day to day a little bit more. You know, maybe yeah. this this time is a blessing so that people could remember this type of stuff. You know, even though there's an eight hours of work that has to get done and you work for a company or you have a business or whatever, like a lot of times you and I, this is our this we're living a, a real passion. You know, like we're called to help people with fitness and achieve goals and we have a positive energy and we're constantly trying because this is your DNA. It's my DNA. We talk this positive message and we hope that people grasp grasp it because we know how much value it is for our life and achieving our goals and the way we feel and all this stuff. And we just want to help people with that. But yeah, man, I hope this is a time where people kind <laughs> of reevaluate that. What are your thoughts on that? Totally, for sure. And, and and that's where it goes back to my point before that it's important for people like us to, to keep spreading that message. Yeah. Be, you know, because a lot of people aren't going to see that right away or they haven't trained their their mindset and their perspective to look for that that message or to look for that that perspective. Um, so it's up to us to make sure that we continue to spread that message for people that that there is something that they can to build up towards or this and they can they can work towards to create a, a sense of purpose again you yeah, know the worst purpose, thing the wor- purpose that, that's the, the worst thing is when we don't feel like we have a purpose right yeah to wake up and not feel like you have anything to do for a day that's that's the worst thing you, you could, that can happen for you you know <laughs> yes. so so right and, and so you know so being able to have that mindset and and for like you said because people get we've so gotten used to routine and a routine that's been set for us it's a lot harder to now take the initiative now or be proactive in setting your own routine in a way that's still growth for you or in a I way like that the word, I like the word reprogram. Yeah. That's, that's what we have to do. We have to reprogram our brain and that's a difficult thing to do. You know, I, I just finished reading a book called Atomic Habits. Um, let me just grab the cover of it. Great book. Uh, the author is, where did I put it? James Clear. So I'm going to plug James Clear right now. James Clear. 
James Clear, Atomic, Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits, nice, perfect. So, great, awesome book, you know, recommended, recommended by my coach. And it was, it, re- it just looks at the, the psychology of how we develop habits and how we can get stuck in the loop of habits and why it's really hard to break. And so I've been on, obviously you finished reading a book now, you're on this huge kick. If you yes, want to spread I love that feeling though. So preach, brother, <laughs> preach. For sure. And, and <laughs> you know, okay, so you know, it talks about the uh, habits and how we fall into habits. And essentially it's just a, a continuous loop. Yep. And, you know, it starts with uh, some type of craving that we get or, well, well, essentially what a habit is, right? It's just, a, it's an unconscious kind of sequence of actions that lead to a result, right? So we do something so many times that it takes less brain power to do it, it becomes a habit, right? We brush our teeth without thinking about it. Like we have a morning routine, you do it so often enough, it just becomes a habit. You can do things unconsciously. If you have a, a, a route to work that you drive every, every morning, you can get there literally without having to think about it. And your mind right. can just kind of wander off and do other things, right? So it, it's, it's the good in that it takes less energy or brain power once we've established the habit. The bad is if we've established bad habits, it's hard to break those habits mm-hmm. and, cre- and create new ones, right? So it's, it's understanding the, the kind of steps or how we establish habits. And then it goes into how we can essentially break habits or start new ones. And, and it talks about different steps and elements that we can go through it. But we all go through the same cycle. So just kind of- Does it talk about- make sure. That's what? It- does it talk about trauma in there at all and how that is a, a factor when it comes to those thought loops that you were talking about? It, it does a little bit. So it doesn't go so much into like experiences of why we'll think a certain way. It just goes more into, it, it just kind of breaks down almost scientifically of how we develop habits. Mm. So that's like, that's habits. probably a little bit more psychological. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like that'd be something where you know, tying either if it's a emotional experiences, emotional trauma yeah. uh, towards how you view things and then how, yeah, how that makes you behave. And then, you know, yeah. those, those subconscious habits turn into patterns and then possibly something negative, you know, can come about because of those types of things. So like, I think about that a lot as well. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of thing, I mean, that, I think it goes a lot, a lot deeper and that goes into kind of psychology of the person yeah. and, and, and their emotional makeup. Um, this just goes more, it, it doesn't go as, as deep into that. Right, it just right. goes into how we can get stuck in loops yeah. and really it starts with some type of craving or cue that we get. Mm-hmm. And then once we've established that craving or we know what that craving is, and it links that responsive actions. And then we just kind of go in that loop continuously. Right. So, you know, you've had a stressful day, and you come home and that glass of wine is just sitting there waiting for you. Crack right? open the and beer. Crack open the beer, right. <laughs> and, 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 all, and a lot of times that cue could be literally a split second thought, but yeah. then all of a sudden it, it, it works you right towards that, right? Um, so it's just understanding the idea of how we establish habits and, and where I've been really trying to coach a lot of my clients in is how we can set habits for ourselves that keep us in a better mind frame through this time, that keep us you know, emotionally and not just physically, but emotionally and mentally vigorous, mm. right? We don't want to get stale. We don't want to get into that atrophy because you're not out as much. You're not around as many people. Yeah. You're not interacting. You don't, you don't have as many sources that are drawing energy out of you, right? So now we have to be able to maintain that energy inside us and use it wisely and not just let it deplete and not, totally. just, let it, not, not just let it evaporate. Yeah. No, dude, these are wise words. You should definitely have your own podcast. Let me know how I can, <laughs> let me know how I can help you. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk after. So yeah. Yeah. I've, because I've, like, I've been, I've been researching it. So yeah. Like you just naturally speak these positive words and like you want, like you just want to project a good message as part of, you know, our own conscious growth is believing in something so strongly that we speak about it and we speak with truth and it's part of our, you know, wellness journey you know it's something that we attach to it's something that we learn about ourselves and um i also find that because we speak that truthful message it it attracts other people that are speaking a truthful message and when two people of that same quality that want to speak a good message in the good of all really because we get to that level where we take care of ourselves we take care of our needs where it gets to a point where it's you and I, we're taking care of what we need to make this the best. And then it's something that wraps up that can be 
spread for the good of all. You know, para bien de todos. That's what uh, the the Don Don Ho- uh, Howard, famous uh, shaman, would say. You know, um, but yeah, like we speak that message, it gets out to people, and it's something helpful so that it can hopefully spark some sort of you know seed that blossoms into something good for them and the people around them and it so yeah. on and it continues you know so yeah get oh, on no. the podcast dude <laughs> for sure for sure and no, i totally get it well you know I, I, you know there, there's times when people who have leadership skills they step forward yeah right and and you know now's the time that true leaders are going to step forward like the people that are doing the instagram lives or you know yeah. putting out free content for people that were willing to make the shift to doing the zoom trainings or the go-to meetings or whatever it is that didn't just sit back and wait for stuff to open up again that you know that kept reaching out to their clients or, yeah. or want to reach out to more people and and you know because we're kind of forced into, into this position and you know like i said i'd already kind of made this shift that i knew yeah. i was going to start doing this more now i have more time to sit down and think of ideas and you know it, it's funny that being forced to slow down and not be as hectic with you know weekly schedules and daily schedules it's it's given me a lot more kind of clarity and give sure. me a lot more kind of perspective that's a little bit wider lens now where yeah. i can hear what you know the audience is saying or i Ooh. can hear what the crowd is saying what what the needs are what the what people are missing um and especially now because we're in a stressful time those vulnerabilities are coming out more like it, it's 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 being expressed more right and, and so i think just listening to those messages and, and hearing what people are saying hearing what my my avatar is saying what my clients are saying you know anybody who people who are into kettlebells right like you know for me my client patel is people that love kettlebell training um and pretty much anybody who's stuck at home right now but wants to stay in shape so yeah kettlebells you know, perfect huh? how perfect is that per- yeah exactly been preaching right? something so perfect for a time like this <laughs> for years and now, and now it's, and now it's here. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> it no, literally is right. But no, it's you know, true. But, Kettlebell is so badass. Like I, I, it's like the staple, the staple of my, my training, unconventional tools, typically body yeah. weight, kettlebell, mace work. Like if that's every day, you yeah. know, it's so helpful. It, you move so much better. You think and feel so much better shit, but yeah, now's the time for it. And, and sure. if people have that interest or had a thought to, to get on the kettlebell train. Now's the time to learn. Why the hell not? Now's the time. Exactly. You know, and, and to, to have that tool that can create the, the quality of training of what it does and bridge the gap with the strength work and the conditioning work. So yeah. that you just you can get the complete home gym, right? And like you said, the, the functional training, whether it's any type of offset tools, maces, clubs, you know, kettlebells to create that functional dynamic aspect. You know, so for the time being, if you are a gym goer usually and you're used to machines, you know, it is a good way to, it's a good point to learn something new. And actually, actually one of the messages I, I give to my clients a lot that because we can't be in the gym as much or we don't have that much access to equipment. Again, you can look at the opportunity to learn a new skill. I got my clients doing a lot more bodyweight stuff and they're, yeah. they're getting, they're killing it right now. Yeah. You know, great. and, and, and working on different skill sets that will apply better to what we do when we get back into the gym. So you actually be able to improve and, and grow in another area. So, for sure. you know, I, I, I think that's the, that's the common message right now is, you know, how adaptable can we be in terms of our, our thought process and how we're able to cope with things. Right. And, yeah, and that's really, a big word. And, and, and I think just, you know, again, the biggest thing is just coping with having to slow down, having to, yeah take a broader perspective of yourself because you don't have as many distractions now in your life. Right. And whether it's connecting better with the people that are close to you or connecting better with yourself, you know, talking about habits, picking up new habits, breaking old ones, listening to um, new podcasts, hanging out with different to pod- people, you know, you like that, that, that's what, that's what podcasts are to me. It's like, the, these are the people that I hang out with every day. They become the stuff that I consume and, Man. It becomes what I think about. Like I'd listen to nonstop Tim Ferriss, Peter Atia, you know, Rogan and yeah. who else am I listening to? Like Paul check, you know, Paul like check, just yeah. constant, just like these conversations real in my head. Oh, I just downloaded the new Ben Greenfield book called boundless highly okay. recommend it, dude. Like boundless. It, okay. it's perfect for a guy like you because it's got, you know, a, a good amount of technical stuff and how you could, uh, use this information with clients with yourself it's good for the average person who wants better wellness because he breaks down things pretty digestible they're pretty digestible i think for the most part Mm -hmm. um but yeah dude it's 
it's quality. But that, I've been thinking, I've been reading a lot about that book and actually obviously reading that book. And it's becoming like the stuff that I think about and I constantly try to interact with in my day. And little by little, you know, this is this type of thing that I become, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. wild. Well, and, 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 you know, we have mechanisms because we've done this for so many years. We don't know, we know how to cope with our day. We know how to maintain control of our day. And, you know, it, it's important to have habits like that because being controlled of our day is really being in control of our emotions mm. and not letting the, 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 the speed or the pace of the day get ahead of you or cause negative reactions or negative emotions, right? And, and as much as we can be in control of that and, like I said, making the pivots that we need to when times change or yeah. we're being asked to, you know, task things in different ways or, or perform things in different ways, um, you know, the more we can be adaptable, the easier it is to be able to maintain those emotional responses. And, you know, we know through exercise, we can control emotions a lot, a lot easier, control hormone balances, control our mood, control mm -hmm. how we're able to kind of view things and, you know, make our decisions based on that. Yeah. Decision making, especially when things get stressful, right? Like, you yeah. know, it, it, it's like you say all the time, don't, don't show me a person when things are good. Show me a person when things are shitty. Definitely. You know, show me, show me who they are when things are, are bad, because that's when the, the real true character comes out. And, you know. Sure. And like I said, you know, being a leader as we are, our characteristics of being leaders has to come out more because we know people are going to fade a little bit back a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's people that are in your community, whether it's people that you're close to and your and your and your, your loved ones, if it's your clients and you got to keep them training and keep them going. Bingo. Yeah. Right? That's what I was. That was the first thing I thought about because today yeah. I was I was training some, with somebody and, you know we were talking about a lot of the negative emotions that we've been feeling and it's good to kind of identify them, talk about them, let it out there, you know, console in somebody it's, it's that's healthy to do, but people have, you know, negative thoughts about this. They're frustrated. Everything they built has kind of been put to a halt and you know, I feel it of course, but like you said, yeah. we're, we have to be the, that, that light, you know? And, and, and again, that kind of ties a few points. Like I was saying, you know, we only, you know, people that will only look at the negative of what's going on right now. And yeah, you know, this is a very tough time to deal with. And, you know, if you know anybody or somebody in your family has been affected by the virus, yes, that can be a very negative thing. But if you're not affected by it directly or you don't know anybody's affected by it, uh, you know, for, for me, the challenging part is finding where the negative of this is right now. Uh, unless you're, so, you know, if you're dealing with a financial situation, I get that. Yeah. But even still, that can work itself out. You know, like, yeah. you know, I like guess, you know, you're not getting kicked out of your home. Government's not going to come and repo you. Like, you're, you're going to be yeah. fine. Like, that, that'll that work itself out. Like, you, you may have to be frugal or, or, you know, manage your budget, you know, over the next few yeah. months. You know, governments are coming out and offering aid. So you'll be able to, to, to have some money coming in. So yeah. we'll be fine. We'll be fine with that. So, you know, I, I always try and reiterate that to people, like, you know, that will get through. So the, the things that we're stressing about, I think in a lot of cases goes back to, again, where I talk about habits and a lot of people have developed habits of reacting negatively, no matter mm -hmm. what the situation totally. is. Totally. And, 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 you know, this is where, you know, what you're saying about the, the development and, and the podcast that you listen to and the perspective that you're trying to get to maintain a sense of calm or a sense of perspective yeah. that allows you to not look at negative as so negative, look right. at negative as, okay, how can we make this something that can be better for, for right. myself and better for people that are around me? And, you know, this is where, again, I think people like us, it's our responsibility to make sure that we, at the very least, and this is the first step to creating a new habit, is always be aware of what your current habits are. So awareness. we can be a, awareness, right? It's, it's, it's everything. So if you, can be a, if you can be aware that your first reaction to anything is, oh my God, the world's coming to an end, I got to go on the attack that that you know you need to be aware of that because that first reaction is only going to lead to subsequent reactions after that yep and it's hard and it's hard to go that direction and then make a sharp 180 and come back to totally. a positive a positive uh outcome out of that so you know a lot of times it's at least having that awareness and then what that first reaction is and what that first step is and you know how we set ourselves up to deal with that situation whatever it is or get through that emotional response and and, and come out on the other side of okay am am i better because i didn't react in a certain way or am i even better because i was able to maintain my emotions and react in a way that actually created a, a positive outcome and and, uh, and and the thing I, i'm always trying to 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 
instill and just really try and create this message. And I'm trying to remind myself of this every day is in a time like this, no matter when it should be, but especially in a time like this, let's keep it as simple as we can. And how can we get 1% better every day? Dude, you are the fucking man. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. Like, yes. like it doesn't, it, it don't, they don't have to be big leaping victories, even no, if it's right. 1%, right. If you know what, you know what, if it is, if it's you watch the news and you didn't react to something that Donald Trump said, that could be a victory. Huge. Right? That's <laughs> actually a really big one. Right. You know, it, it, and, and I think we need to start focusing more on those, even those smaller victories and not only take inventory of the bad things that happen because, yeah. it, it, you know, it's like watching, you know, violence and war, you know, scenes. It's like watching the news wars. over and over, again. over and over. Fox yeah, and we, CNN, you keep that on long enough, you're going to go crazy. You become your own CNN reel and yeah. all you're getting is negative feedback constantly. Mm-hmm. And then now it, that becomes your initial reaction when um, a, an action happens and you create a response. So it, it, it's, it's a lot of retraining. And, right, and I, use, I use fitness, and I use exercise as a metaphor all the time. It's the same way we train our muscles to get stronger. You know, we have to train our patterns of thought so that we can you know, train the atrophy, which is the negative thinking out and build a strength of more positive or Definitely. growth mindset, right? You know, it's the whole idea of fixed mindset, the growth mindset. You, you have know, a very... Mind- you have a very Zen point of view. Like you say a lot of the things that I really feel and agree with. Right. Uh, so I want to peel back your background a little bit more. I know we talked, uh, we have, it's been about a year now since probably a year. Yeah. We did yeah. Our last podcast. Right. So it's cool to kind of check in and see how you, how you're doing and the growth of your, your brand and, and like, listen to all this stuff. Cause I totally agree with it. So I want to pick back a little bit more of your past specifically from like zero to 14. So when you were in that time in your life, you had to have had like a nice upbringing and like real fill full of love. Talk to me about that. So, yeah, you know, I grew up in a very fortunate uh, family, you know, parents have been married almost 60 years now, still together. Hell yeah. Um, I hope yeah. spirit. Oh yeah. Parents, parents of the bomb, man. You know, that's such a, mold. it's such a important piece to like our growth and yeah. development. Yeah. You know, like no, I, I talk all the time and I'm blessed because I've had parents that loved me enough <laughs> enough. That sounds bad. Love me so much to let me like do like learn on my own. It was never any sort of like manipulating love. You know, I yeah. never felt that way at all. And like, I, I felt free to just kind of be my, my, myself. And that's why I, I agree with your messages. And I've been preaching the same type of stuff. So yeah, you're telling me about your, your parents, 60 years. Hell yeah. 60 years. Yeah. Together. I uh, got an older brother, um, about five years older than me. So, you know, interestingly enough, you know, growing up, so I grew up in a very stable home, uh, you know, grew up in a suburb just north of uh, Toronto called Markham, Ontario. And, you know, it was a quiet town, you know, not a lot of tr- trouble happened here. You could pretty much grow up and be a kid, you know, pretty much the, as much freedoms as you needed to. You know, it's funny that growing up and socially developing, I developed socially different than my brother did. So my parents mm. would be more on the conservative side. Okay. And I was the social butterfly. So okay. I want to go out and I want to be social and, you know, go out with friends and go to parties. Yeah. And my, my brother was sort of like my parents where he was more conservative, conservative as well. So growing up, there was a lot of headbutting between my parents and mm. myself, um, especially when it got into the teenage years. And, you know, you, I rebelled a little bit. I, you know, grew up the Afro and had, you know, did the cornrows and wore the baggy pants and all that. You know, the, the classic. <laughs> how old are you again? I was, I was going 13, 14 years old. I got, but what I, about, I, well, how old are you now? Sorry. I'm 38, 38 now. 38. Okay. So you're just uh, now. six yeah. years older than me. Okay, cool. Anyway, go yeah. back. That, yeah. So. So, you know, so, so teenagers, you go with like the, the, the social rebellion and stuff like yeah. that. But, you know, the one thing that my parents is, is similar. They, they never force raised me into a certain direction. They, they realized who I was pretty early that uh-huh. I was. So I have a good blend of an introvert and extrovert. So I could be an introvert when I need to and I can stick to myself. And I have my extrovert side where I need to be who I'm going to be. And, yes. you know, I need to be out there. <laughs> And, and my, and when I was younger, I was much more extroverted and my parents realized that, and they just kind of let me blossom in that direction. 
But they were smart because me being very energetic, their biggest thing is, okay, put them in as many sports as possible and yeah. just run them ragged and tire them out. So, so that's where like my, my fitness and athletic background came in because I think by the time I was eight years old, I played every sport known to man. <laughs> you know, Did you feel sport. connected with sports and championships and winning? Was that a big part of your psyche? Lo- loved it. I loved okay. it. You know, like, like my, my, both my parents were, were athletes when they were younger. So I guess I just kind of had that in my DNA naturally. Um, but I enjoyed watching sports. Like my dad was a big boxing guy. So we watched boxing with him when I was younger and okay. we, were always, we always had, we always had sports on the house. Like my mom, you know, even my mom was the only woman in the house. She was a big sports person too, or at least supported us. So I, I, I grew up in it. And then, so when it came to playing sports, I enjoyed that competitive nature. Like, you know, when you play that recess with kids, I was the guy that was knocking kids over because yeah, I was trying too. to score touchdowns. Like that was me. Like I, I was, mm-hmm. I was competitive in that aspect. So that, that was, that was always in me. And, um, you know, but my parents, they, they, they realized that. So they at least put me in that direction to let me just yeah. at least explore it as much as possible. Yeah. Well, you learn so much about yourself when it comes to something like that. So like you feel connected to an endeavor like sports and it's got competition and winning and like you, you put your mind to something. I remember being in high school and just having the goal to like go to the state championship and do the best possible. It's my last year. Let's go do it. And like, I, I never wanted something so bad in my life. And that was probably like the first time where I set like a pretty extravagant goal that I hit, you know what I mean? Like made it work. And I've taken that mantra with me everywhere, you know, and it was, it was instilled in me as a, as a young man. So like, I love that aspect. And I really hope that people from a young age find something that they gravitate towards to that so that they can like, you know, do a little bit of that hero's journey and learn to see how they feel through this and, and fail and, and, and triumph and all this and all this type of emotion, because I think it's extremely valuable. Well, you, you, you nailed on the head there. And I think the biggest part is the failures that you go through. Yeah, and that's huge. If, if, if you don't fail, you don't learn, you don't grow. Like if everything came easy, you'd, you'd be the same person. And, you know, I, you hear from every entrepreneur that they've learned as much through their failures, if not more through their failures than right. they had their successes. Right. And I, I think that's one of the greatest values I got from growing up and playing sports as a kid is that you learned that if, if you want to achieve something, you got to work for it. Yeah. And, and, and it, it uh, sports, I think has a great, it prepares or has a lot of similarities and metaphors to life. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, especially living in North America where it's very competitive. Mm-hmm. Like living in a, a capitalist economy is very competitive. And sports teaches us that, okay, if, if you want to achieve something, if you want to get a result, if you want to get that medal, you got to outwork that person beside you because they want the same thing. Yes. And, and it, it, if, if, if you're determined enough or if you have enough of that drive and, and you've, you've created that kind of pathway where you can bring that energy out, then, you know, you're, you're always going to want to push harder, you know, than the next guy beside you, right? Whether you see what they're doing or not, you're going to think as much as they're working, I got to work just as harder, or I got to be just as committed or just as dedicated yeah. to achieving what needs to be done to get that result. And then everyone ends at their individual level, right? And through that process, you find what your limits are. Yes. You know, definitely. you understand and become more aware of what your inner fabric is. Like yeah. you push yourself to the limits, you know what you're capable of doing. Is it something in you that says keep pushing or hey, I'm good here, let's find some balance. You know? Well, I well I I would say or what I hope that a lot of people do is, you know, you're willing to push through that and achieve a result, but I think along the way you figure out what it is that you're willing to push through that stress mm. for. I, I, I think if we can figure that out first, then you'll never just settle for halfway. Mm. You know, I, 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 you know, I think, you know, settling for halfway, it, you're never going to achieve what you want to achieve, right? Like you'll never get, you never get what you're looking for, right? Selling yeah. for halfway. Is- but what about, but what about the whole present moment thing? And like that whole getting what you're searching for is an illusion. And like, you're always at the end of the day going to want more. So if, because that mindset is settled in, like it could be detrimental too at some point, because then you're kind of like overbearing your engines, right? So I guess I don't mean settle for less, but find that balance between I'm constantly growing and I have to enjoy the present moment because that's all we have type of understanding. You get what I'm saying there? I, I get what you're saying, but I, you know, that shouldn't change the perspective of what your goal is. It might change your process. Right. Of how you right. get there. But I, I think I, 
I don't think you should lower your goal because you only think you'll get so far. I think you set your goal and then you decide, okay, what pace am I comfortable working at? Mm. Am I comfortable working at a steep incline and I'm going to work hard or do I need something more gradual that might take a little bit longer? Yeah. I, I, think, I, I think that's, you know, through that journey, you understand your character mm. and what you're, what you're willing to deal with, right? Mm. How, how much stress are you willing to take on? right? How much For work sure. are you willing to put in, right? How much time are you willing to invest into getting to that goal? But I, I think you should always have, you know, depending, you know, everybody's different, you know, goals can always be different, but I'm an advocate, set a lofty goal or set a goal that's going to force growth out of you. And then you figure out, okay, at what pace can I work at to reach that goal? Yeah. Right. It's like when you, when you work with a client, a client can come to you and say, yeah, I want to lose 50 pounds. And you, you're not going to say to them, no, it's not realistic. Let's aim for 20. You're going to say, okay, great. We're going to lose 50 pounds. And then you're going to lay out the plan of what needs to be done to lose that 50 pounds. Yeah. And it might take a year based on what they're willing to commit to. Right. If they're willing to commit more, it might take six months. If they're hardcore dedicated, you know, it all depends on what they're willing to put into it. But I would never tell somebody, okay, you're only going to put in this much effort. So we're only going to aim for this far. I'm going to say, no, what, what is your goal? What is going to motivate you? What is going to create a sense of urgency or mm. is going to, what is going to get you up at seven o'clock in the morning to do an eight o'clock boot camp if you had to do it? Mm. Right. Or what is going to get you to sit down and write that email because you know you have to reach out to your clientele. Right. Yeah. What is going to, what is going to motivate you to create that action and take those steps to get to that result, right? But, but I think the first thing is you have to have something that's going to motivate you to want to climb that mountain, right? If, if there isn't that purpose, if there isn't something that drives you, that's where the Netflix monster gets you. That's where the drugs get you, man. Yeah, right, right. Gambling. That's, that's where, gambling, you know, those, those fixes that distract you because there's a hole there because you're not filling it with something. Yep. Right. If you're, if you're missing something, if there's a void there, you know, you can fill that void, right? Fill it with a purpose, fill it with something that's going to get you up and get you motivated to do something that's going to inspire you to do something that you feel is going to enrich you. That's going to make you happy. Someone's going to put a smile on your face. Like you, you know, it's, it's amazing how something as simple as a smile can change your day. And can change your whole perspective Jesus, and the energy that you have. you're such a positive man. I fucking <laughs> love it. I love it, dude. This is so good because, thank, dude. Just thank you for the, the message because, like, uh, the 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 well the the trainer's journey, the job as we kind of go through this now. Like, we're we're home. I, I don't know if you you know you live with people or, or if you're interacting with a lot. It can get it could be lonely sometimes. And to have other positive trainers to interact with, to hear the same message message makes me feel like, hey, good, I'm doing something and I'm putting myself in the right position to go in the right direction. So I appreciate the things that you're saying here. I really do. My pleasure, man. I, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to come out here and and just speak and give a message. And yeah, you know, you know, we're all isolated. You know, I live by myself, so I'm by myself all week, all week long. But like I said, it's it's given me a chance to sit back and take a broader perspective and and cool. listen to and listen to what people are saying, right? Like you know, you scroll through Instagram and and you see the messages that people feel anxiety, they feel stressed about not knowing what's going on. They're yeah. they're they're fearful. They're worrisome. They're watching too much news, and, and yeah. you know that 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 looping message is constantly in their minds. And people need some positivity. They need some. Totally. They need an an energy, or at the very least, a distraction from that those, those negative messages all the time. So if I can create that, and, and I, the clients I'm able to work with and and create touch points with, and and reach out to them on a regular basis, and, and you know I, I say all the time, it's as enriching and fueling for me to share this message than it is for me just to use it on my own. Totally. You know, if, if I if I can spread this out and help one person, if we can help one person from this podcast, then you know it's it was all worth it. This hour totally. was worth it. You know, and and but uh yeah, you know, I I've been through enough shit in my life. I've I've been through, you know, periods of, of high stress and I've gone through bouts of anxiety attacks and you know you know wondering if I was gonna make it and, and wondering if this was the right you know place for me to be in and you know I've, I've been through all that and and once I realized no this is what I'm meant to do this is what still gets me up at 6 30 in the morning even on a day where I don't have to go anywhere you know still gets me up to to yeah. you know to, to to do the things that I know that if I'm creating something today that helps somebody tomorrow that I'm doing, I'm doing something, I'm creating a purpose. I still have clients to work with that, you know, they still pay me to keep them in shape and keep them active. Okay. You know, I so still, I still have a living to make, but, and I have 
even now more opportunity and see the opportunity where I can reach more people through, through the messages and, and yeah. you know, jumping, jumping on this podcast. I, I was, I love to do it because it's, it's a great opportunity to, uh, to spread a message now yeah. and hopefully, hopefully, you know, somebody's going to listen to this and, and, you know, heed some of those messages, go buy this book, you know, atomic habits and, and, you know, look, listen to the, the, the words that we're, we're trying to inspire people that, you know, this, this isn't the end all and be all this, this isn't going to be where it is forever. We're, right. we're going to, we're going to come back to what we were before or we're probably even better. Yeah. Things may be different, but that doesn't mean that's going to be worse. Right. And we, we have an opportunity to be better as individuals for ourselves and then collectively create a better society where maybe when something like this comes around again, we can beat it a lot faster because we're more on the same page and we're more looking out for each other. And we're not, you know, it's funny how we're being asked to social distance. We were doing it already. We were just doing it in crowds. We definitely were. Right. Now we're being asked to stay away from each other. And now we actually appreciate being around. We appreciate the fact that we're able to be around each other. So, you know, you know, hopefully something, I'm not saying hopefully, I think something positive will come out of this. I think so too. You know, you see how celebrities and people are stepping up now to to help with charity events and help give back and help people that are are in need. And it's unfortunate that sometimes a tragedy has to happen or something bad has to happen for us to step up and for humanity to kind of raise its levels a little bit. But we're doing it now. And hopefully this creates a, a... a sense where this is the new normalcy where you're actually looking out for the people that are around you and you actually care about somebody's well-being even if you don't know them even if you don't know them personally yeah for sure i definitely agree with that i think that this time is gonna be an opportunity for people to get thinking along those lines you know i think uh, we human beings were resilient and we have this tendency to come together in times of hardship and you know the more we understand like the severity of, of this whole situation economically uh, in our healthcare system. And now the way that things are going to be running, like, yeah, we're going to find a way to bounce back, be resilient and make things work. We figure it out, figure it out. Yeah, agree. dude. Um, thanks. Where, where can people find uh, your information and how can people get a hold of you? Because I would love for you to be my coach, dude. You are one inspiring cat. <laughs> I appreciate you, brother. I really appreciate you. Uh, you can check me out on Instagram at Drew underscore Miller underscore KBPT. Uh, I got a site up, kettlebellacademics.com. You can also check out my, I got a, a, a online course or free kettlebell course. So people learn about kettlebell foundations. That is drewmiller.coach. You can go to that. You can subscribe. It's a, a five email course, five day course. It's free. goes right to your email list learn about the foundation of kettlebell training to really help you be a confident kettlebell lifter and just take any of your training and progressions to the next level. So you can hit me up there and then we'll keep in contact. I send out emails, keep you guys interactive and just uh, learn about the best about kettlebell training and just, just again, how to be strong on all levels, you know, and the, the kettlebell is the vessel that I've, I found helps really well to be able to, to connect to people and spread this message. And I'm always spreading that positively and just, and just being strong on, on all levels, mind, body, and spirit. Mind, body, spirit. Hell yeah, man. Well, thank you again for your time. This was a real fun conversation and we'll do this again for sure. For sure, man. Danny, really appreciate it, man. Thanks for, for reaching out. Actually, just that story that you, that you posted me on, I reached out to you. So I'm, yeah. glad, we, we had a, I'm glad we had a chance to do this. Eh? We're going to touch base because I, I want to get on this podcast kick too, man. So for love sure, it, man. Love, it, love what you're doing, man. Keep doing it, man. You know, give, thank you. Give people, give people a platform to, to come and spread a message for other people to listen to. And, and you know, it's you fun. Know, the fact that we're, Oh yeah, for sure, man. And the fact that we're able to connect like this and we have a, a lot of similar perspective, it shows that, you know, we, we think very similarly and I, and I know that you're making a great impact to the people in your community, man. So keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep, keep doing those videos, man. Love you on the, on the front lawn there doing those kettlebells. <laughs> Thanks. Dude. Yeah. It's fucking fun. I, I, I like oh, doing yeah. it. it. It gets me out of bed in the morning and I know that it has a good effect on people and it's helped me tremendously. So again, like you were saying, it helps us internally to, to talk about this and put this content yeah. out because like what I, like now that we could live this new reality like what else am i going to be doing i'm gonna be doing more podcasts i'm gonna be doing more kettlebell and mace work i'm gonna try to develop as much content as possible or the best way to put out content like learn more about ourselves here like this is our journey too right exactly like, it's exactly. part of it's part of our journey it's part of our journey as coaches as uh people in society now that are going to be a huge value on a lot of fronts like yeah. if let's say our currency goes away tomorrow drew like, and we go, you know, forget the current, like we don't have any sort of form of money. It's probably going to be switched to some sort of like online currency down the road. But let's say it's like, 
how do we determine people who are valuable by what type of value they bring to the community. Drew is the guy that keeps our kids in shape, keeps the people in shape. Anytime Drew comes over by my place, I'm going to make sure he gets bread. I'm going to make sure that he gets apples. I'm going to make sure that he gets this and that. Like that's how a community comes together. So you just keep Definitely. adding your value. Definitely. That's, that's, what, that's what this is about, dude. Well, and it's like you said, you know, and the fact that you're, you're looking for other opportunities to spread this message, you know, when we talked about what's going to come out of this, you know, I think the economic situation will be one thing. I think what's going to be the biggest crisis we're going to be facing after all this is the mental health crisis. Uh -huh. I think that's, I think that's going to be the biggest, and you can see it starting now, but I think yeah. that's going to be the one that is going to need a lot of our attention and people like you that are out there in the community that have, have stepped up and willing to do things like this to create resources for people where we can keep spreading that message and give yeah. resources that people can look towards to stay positive as much as we can to help work through this time and come out of it better. You know, like, like, like my goal is anybody I'm able to influence or touch with, I want to, I want to help them come out of this better than we went into it because, yeah. you know, you know the, the, like you said, the economic situation is going to cause a lot of difficult decisions for people to have to make and yeah. a time period that people have to go through. So our mental health and our, and our mental strength. And it ready, be, mental health was already a problem before all this. Yeah. And it's going to be, even, it's going to be even bigger now. So, you know, yeah. guys like us that, you know, are, are strong in our, our fitness routine and our strength routine to stay physically active and keep ourselves mentally checked and are willing to spread this message. We got a big role to play. So we do. I, I, I appreciate being able to connect with guys like you, man. And let's, Hell keep yeah. motivate, and let's keep motivating each other and as many people as we can that are in our, in our situation have this platform. So let's keep leading others, man. Cause we're, 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 we're born leaders because we took on this role. So let's, let's bring everybody with us. Dude, that's some real fucking energy right there. I feel that shit. That's great. Hell yeah, brother. Dude, I, dude I'm, I, I'm really pumped about this podcast. This was a good one. Thank you so much for your Thank time. Thank you, man. Bro. I love doing it, man. I can't wait to do it again with you. And that was the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check out Drew Miller on Instagram at Drew underscore Miller underscore KBPT. And make sure to check out DrewMiller.coach to learn a little bit more about the kettlebell. Perfect timing to do some at-home workouts if we're still in this quarantine for a little bit while longer. And uh, that's it. Let's connect on Instagram uh, at Danny Cola Fitness. Support the podcast by checking out onit.com. Use promo code Danny Cola at checkout and you'll get 10% off anything at Onnit. The supplements like Alpha Brain to enhance your cognitive um, development and your focus. Uh, and if you don't have a kettlebell, get yourself a kettlebell. I think right now they might be sold out, but I know a new shipment is coming in soon. Get yourself a kettlebell, get yourself a steel mace, and, uh, you know, see how it helps you. That's it. Enjoy the day, everybody. Thank you for tuning in.